In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH Okay, I'm sitting here shaking my head. I still don't get the Frank Furter or whatever it was. Uh, okay, well, as soon as we proceed with the show, you it, you will know why. It, you will go, ah, that's it. Uh, I meant okay. proceed with party line here. We can do that. Yeah, so it, you'll, you'll get it. Okay, we've proceeded now. <laughs> I still haven't gotten it though. No, but uh, keep keep proceeding, and you will. This is like a uh, scavenger hunt, isn't it? Trying to find out where does that fit in. You'll find out. And, and once and once again, it was Frank Furger. Frank Furter. Furter. Yes, not Fred Farkle or Frank Farkle, but Frank Furger, or Art Farkle, or Bart. I, I'm totally lost. That's well. It was a cast of characters from Rowan and Martin's Laugh In. Oh, oh, oh! The, oh. the Farkle family. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, good morning, folks. Welcome. What a beautiful morning it is, and it's uh, golly, 76 degrees right now here on Columbus Road. Very sunny. Going to climb up to 89, but you know, we've got it pretty good. And what I mean by that is, as you look about the the globe, really. Um, and, and uh, But, of course, um, let's just pay attention to our nation. There are places, they say it's going to hit 111 today. And when you add the humidity, 117. Um and, and just the major, major story about could there be the fact that the world is changing and that this is going to become um, not commonplace, but happening far, far more often. So um, uh, I made it try to get um, some of my friends down at... Um, Oh, you to come in and talk about this. Anyway, today is July 20th. And, of course, don't forget, this is the year 2022. This is National Moon Day. National Hot Dog Day. Okay. Hold on right there. Does Does it ring a chime now with you? No. Are you associating anything with our sponsor of the Art Turf well, show with National Hot Dog Day? And you called it what? Sponsored by Frank Furter. Furger. Furter. Furter. Oh, Frank Furter. Okay. <laughs> 
Someone yep. just texted me to say, you dummy, I'm sure. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say. I, well, I had to catch it right there before we proceeded about uh, the sponsor and how you would. Frank Fruiter. Yeah, okay. with National Hot Dog Day. I didn't hear it clear in my mind. Frank Ferger, I thought you said. Frank Furter. Yeah. Yeah, Frank Ferger. Now, now I've got it. Yeah, I've good. got it. Now. You know what? Today, National Hot Dog Day. Yes, and today just happens to be National Weenie Weenie Wednesday. Oh, 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 oh yes, of course, Larry's. <laughs> um, Lots of weenies right there in that well, conversation. I, I miss Bob Bates, uh Weenie Wednesday. Weenie Wednesday. I miss Bob Bates. Period. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, we still keep in touch. Do you? Good. Yeah. You must see I haven't talked to him in a while. But, um, oh, come on, phone. Give me a break. Um, okay, so National Lollipop Day. I remember as a kid, I liked, I think I called them suckers. Yeah, but, I think a lot of us did. But lollipops. You should have played that song, Lollipop, Lollipop. Well, we no, we pulled up your favorite. Oh, okay, a couple okay. of them anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I asked Scott to pull up your favorite song, and then he had to really ponder which which one it was tops. Yeah, I had. So he couldn't make a choice, so he <laughs> gave me three or four. I, I anyway. I had a bunch of them I thought of, and I thought, oh, let's go with these. Okay. So National Lollipop Day, National Pennsylvania Day. National Fortune Cookie Day. That's it. <laughs> and there you have it. Yeah. Today's National Days. Well, folks, we'll see you tomorrow. That's it for us here. <laughs> Party Line 2. Have a great day. Yeah. yeah. It's hot, sticky, humid. <laughs> All right. We're out of here. Um, <laughs> by the way, I have been... This is an excuse, of course. And I'm not fond of excuses. Uh, especially in myself. But um, y you haven't noticed the variety of guests on this show that we normally have. And part of that is uh, because I have been so uh, pre-consumed with um, my wife's passing and all that sort of thing. Let me reach over here and grab a phone line. Um, I'll be right there, caller. But anyway, um, I have, um, what, do you, what do you call it? Taken on, um, I've renewed my, uh, my uh, intentions uh, to get that going again because we have so many great opportunities for very interesting shows here besides just free-for-alls. So um, I'm going to get to work on that. All righty. Now, I think if I grab the phone on on time, um, we have a caller. Good morning. Tickety-poo. Tickety-poo, indeed. You know, when I was younger, my favorite song was from Kiss. From they call me Dr. Love. Oh, yeah. Oh, what, <laughs> did, did you get it? 
Yeah, Calling Dr. Love. Dr. Love. Song by Kiss. Okay. Paul Stanley, yeah. Gene Simmons. Well, is, is that one we have in our library? Oh, yeah. We've oh, got yeah. that one. Okay. Oh, yeah. They call me Dr. Love. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Is that a, a name of yours maybe on uh, where you hang out to? Um, no. When you play no, no. play your drums on Court Street? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely lost here. Well, Dave, I... Uh, Wait a minute. Might... Are you telling me you're a percussionist? Yes, sir. I didn't know that. I've got an African drum as a gave to me from, on my birthday from my neighbor, Dr. Pascal Young. Yes. Well, I played with a uh, African ensemble one year. Huh. And on my birthday, he gave me this handmade djembe from Ghana. Yes. Yeah, and sometimes on Tuesday night, jazz night, I'll take it up to Tony's and I'll play a couple of songs with him. Okay. I, uh, Tony and Cheryl, aren't they great? Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice people. Yeah, he's he's had some health issues. He's on a cane, too, now. Yep. Yep. But he, it, you know, it hasn't changed him. He's still outgoing and... Absolutely. And still has a good time. <laughs> I was with him last Thursday evening with the group, and, uh... Yeah, he's always, always a great person. Yeah, he's always been upbeat. Sure. Well, anyway, so sometime I want you to bring in this drum, okay? Yeah, I'll bring in show to you. Okay. I'd like to see it. I think you ought to come up to Court Street there and see your performance live. What do you think, Don? Well, well yep. does this happen regularly? No, it, it mainly when the students are here. Oh. I go up there and I'll put a bucket out front and I'll start playing and they'll throw money in. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes I'll get between eighty and a hundred bucks a night. Are you kidding me? Wow. No sir. No sir. Wow, that's impressive. Um, you must be good. Or they're drunk. <laughs> 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 okay, with that we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> No, I used to go there in front of the subway. Yeah. And across the street, one of the bars, I think it's the CI, this man and woman comes over. He said, hey, I said, yes, it's my wife's birthday. If I give you 20 bucks, could you play your drum? I said, well, yeah. <laughs> so you have it around my neck hanging. And she said, how do I play it? So I showed him. And, you know, a lot of people think you have to, when you hit that, hand on there but you don't with those drums you hit them and drop take your hand off and that gives you your different sounds and gives you your tone yes so i showed her how to play it and he gave me 20 bucks i have a couple of african drums that need to be repaired um if i brought them to you could we could you figure it out well, no, I don't, but I know a guy there in Athens, he has a drum circle. He teaches African drumming. Lawrence, that's his old man. Okay, oh. well, let's let's talk about this later, but I, I, I need your help on getting these repaired. All right, or Dr. Young could send them off and he gets them done. And it's like, I think it was 
$85 to get it repaired. Uh, I don't know what this would be worth, but we'll, anyway, let's talk about this on another occasion, okay? Yes, sir. Uh, okay, wait a minute. I, I have to chime in now with that. Okay. If, if Dave, hey, Don, if Dave's going to get his drums repaired, you know where I'm going with this? No. Um, mate, is there a spot up there for Dave to no, sit no. next to you? Okay, wait a minute. You could yeah. you could be Doctor Love and the Palm Tree Duet up there, <laughs> <laughs> banging on the drums. Lawrence Green is his name, Dave. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll get Scott's Scott's Please. messing with me because that in my my nickname in high school it was Palm Tree. Really? Yeah. See? Dr. Love and Palm Tree. My nickname was Big D. Big D. Big. Okay, that rhymes with tree. Big D and Palm Tree. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I, well, I don't think that ASCAP or BMI or any of our licensed groups would allow us. Well, that's that's good. Then you won't have to pay them royalties. You uh, can keep, no, they... keep all the money for yourself. Uh, <laughs> okay. But no, they... Uh, yeah, I, I, when I play high, I play football, and I love defense. Big D. Big D. Yeah. Big defense. <laughs> and I was, and when I played offense, I was on the line. I was the smallest man, and I weighed 240. Wow. <clears throat> Our biggest guy, he was 6'7", 325. You know, my kids came in um... – you know, for the memorial service and everything, and they help clean the house up. And I cannot find my weight scale. They've, they've hidden it, not hidden it, but put it somewhere where I just haven't located it yet. But I've had three people in the last couple of days say, Dave, you've lost weight. And I so now I want to get on the scale and see. Huh, yep. So uh, anyway, I'll find it. Well, I think I found it. <laughs> you, you mean my weight, my lost weight you've gained. And not the scale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't even have one, man, no more. I quit. I just met the doctor. We have one actually here in the station, the old-fashioned type with the arm and the sliding, uh, you know what I mean. Right. Well, the doctors nowadays, they got those digital ones. Well, then that's what I have at home, too. Yeah, digital, it'll either do... Uh, pounds or uh, was it kil- uh, kilograms? Yeah, kilograms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got on and they forgot they had on kilograms. I said, "Oh wow, I've lost weight." She said, "No, no, wait a minute." She pressed the button. I said, "Oh shucks, leave it the other way." <laughs> you worried me there for a second. <laughs> I thought you were going to say so, use a different word. Okay, hey, I've got a scoot here, Don. <laughs> Y'all have a great day. Likewise. Thank Bye-bye. you, buddy. You too. Nice with y'all. Okay. Take Thank, care now. Thanks for the Bye. laughs and smiles. Yes, indeed. Okay. All right. 970 WETH. He's wound up today, isn't he? That yeah, was a good one. I, I think we all are. Yeah. That's good. July 20th, as I said. Um, let's see. Now, what about historical stuff? In the year 1881, the Sioux Indian Chief Sitting Bull surrenders to U.S. federal troops. In 1921, Congresswoman Mary, uh, rather Alice Mary Robertson, becomes the first woman to preside over the floor of the U.S. House of Representatives. That was 1921. 
1969. On this date, Apollo 11 lunar module carrying Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin lands on the surface of the moon. Aldrin and Armstrong walk on the moon seven hours later. Michael Collins remained in orbit in the lunar module while they were doing that. 1976, the U.S. Viking 1 lands on Mars. I think the place was called um, Crise Planetia, something like that. And that uh, was, by the way, the first Martian landing. And in 2017, China announces a plan against foreign garbage, banning 24 categories of plastic and recyclable waste from 2018. Okay, so uh, time to look up some things here. Famous birthdays. Alexander the Great. He was born on this date in the year 356 B.C. He died in 323 B.C. That's a pretty short life. Alexander the Third of Macedon, or Macedon, Commonly known as Alexander the Great, was a king of the ancient Greek kingdom of Macedon. He succeeded his father Philip II to the throne in 336 B.C. at the age of 20 and spent most of his ruling years conducting a lengthy military campaign throughout Western Asia and Egypt. I guess without cell phones and tablets and computers, that's what they did back then. Here's another um, well, I'm gonna, I think Sir Edmund Hillary, right? Ah, yes. Wasn't he a, like an explorer? He was. 1919 on this date he was born. He died in 2008. So he had a pretty lengthy lifetime. Sir Edmund Percival Hillary was a New Zealand mountaineer, explorer, and philanthropist. On May 29th of 1953, Hillary and Sherpa mountaineer Tenzing Norgay became the first climbers confirmed to have reached the summit of Mount Everest. They were part of the ninth British expedition to Everest, led by John Hunt. Okay, Mad Dog Call, C-O-L-L, Cole, something like that. He, um... Mad, with the name Mad Dog, you, you got to think he wasn't a good guy, but he was born in 1908 on this date. Didn't live very long, died in 1932. He was born in uh, Ireland. Vincent Mad Dog Cole was an Irish-American mob hitman in the uh. 1920s. Why do they glorify these people this way? Oh, well. In early 1930s in New York City, he gained notoriety. Now, there's the proper use of the word notoriety. Notoriety means bad publicity. He gained notoriety. Oh, not always. Oh, uh, yes. It does? I'll tell you in a moment. Yes, we had a caller a couple years ago explain that to us. Yes, a couple years ago. Okay. She's a former, I think, English teacher, I want to say. Um, 
for the allegedly, he gained notoriety for the allegedly accidental killing of a young child during a mob kidnap attempt. Okay, this next one is still alive, and he's celebrating his 75th birthday today, Carlos Santana. Mm, Great musician. Yes, indeed. Carlos Santana, an American guitarist who rose to fame in the late 1960s and early 1970 uh, with his band Santana, which pioneered a fusion of rock and roll and Latin American jazz. One of his most famous songs that I can think of that comes to mind anyway, Black Magic Woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, two deaths. These two people each died on this date, but in a in the respective year. Bruce Lee. Now, he was born in 1940, but he died on this date in 1973. Bruce Lee was a Hong Kong and American martial artist, martial arts instructor, actor, director, screenwriter, producer, and philosopher. That's a bunch. That is a bunch. Some of his movies include Enter the Dragon, The Way of the Dragon, Game of Death, and Fist of Fury. And the other famous death we have to uh, share today uh, occurred on 1937, Guglio Marconi. He was born in 1874. And um, Marconi, right? Uh, Let's see. Spell that first name. I'm getting a few different spellings here. G-U-G-L-I-E-L-M-O. L-I-E-L-M-O. All right. Guglio. Guglio Mo, whatever it is, was an um, Italian inventor and electrical engineer known for his creation of a practical radio wave based wireless telegraph system. <clears throat> what invention is he most famous for? Is that indeed what was just mentioned? The wireless telegraph. Mm-hmm. Dots and dashes. Yes, and the first successful long-distance wireless telegraph. Wow, wireless was in effect long before many of us thought it was. Uh, it was in 1901, and it broadcast the first transatlantic radio signal. Um. I brought a story in that I came across today. It's not in my regular collection of things I look at each morning. But it did catch my eye. Um, It says, shortage of baby formula continues to be a big problem for mothers across the United States. Now, we've had this story for a couple of months now, maybe even longer. They go on to say, despite the best efforts of President Joe Biden and his administration, a shortage of baby formula is hitting newborn mothers hard across the United States. A new report from market research firm confirms that 28.3% of powdered, powdered baby formula products were out of stock in U.S. stores this past week. That's an increase from the 23.7% reported back in May. 
In addition, consumers are only buying an average of 11 different formula products weekly compared to the 24 they were able to buy in the years before. And uh, let's see here. This is a lengthy story. I'll do a little editing here. Well, President Biden had been attempting to work with the Pentagon to fly fresh supplies in an effort to meet demand, but it appears that isn't enough. Uh, Q&A. How much of a problem does the lack of available formula pose for new mothers and those trying to take care of kids? Oh. These are just questions, but there were no answers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, anyway. Rhetorical yeah. questions. So I, st- uh, I still. I, 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 so, you know, we have two dogs and a cat. And I've had trouble finding cat food recently, or at least the cat food Bree will eat. Oh, okay. I have a cat, too, and I'm like, I, I haven't had any trouble. Well, okay, so there's one company that makes pâtés. Oh, yeah. And if you're looking for a specific kind, yes. No, no, no. Just the pâté style. Yep. yep. They, my cat won't eat it. Hmm. My yep. cat, Bree, only wants the chunks. <laughs> and um, That's so I, I have a large supply in a bag out in the car right now of the pâtés. I've given up on them. Then I'm going to take over to the uh, animal shelter here after the show and let them see if any of their critters uh, will enjoy them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are you going to the Humane Society yeah. or well, huh? or the dog shelter? Now I don't know where to go. The shelter's in Millfield, I believe. Pretty sure it is. Dog shelter, that is. Yeah. We can look up, or maybe someone can call us and let us know. Maybe, hey, there's an idea. Maybe somebody can let us know where you can take that cat food to, okay. like a cat shelter or something like that. Because Here you I'm, go, folks. I'm Here's not, the question. Yeah, I'm not sure where the Humane Society I, shelter is. I've now. got maybe 20 cans of cat food that my cat doesn't like. And I have a whole bunch of little packages of of stuff she does like, but I don't like. I like feeding her out of a can. <laughs> I'm well, lazy. Well, they like they like that too. Mine loves it. Okay. So I'm. I was going to take it over to our um, animal shelter, I guess, the, the dog shelter. But maybe they don't have any cats over there. I don't know. Um, I should know. So if you were me, and the number is 740-592-6646, where would you donate this? And I intend to do it after the show today. You know who else might be able to help you with that is Shelly Lieberman. Yeah. Give her a buzz if we don't get any suggestions here. Of course. Shelly down at Friendly Pond. Yeah. All right, well, um, 592-6646. Here comes a caller right now. See, you were right. Good morning. Isn't the dog shelter right there at the old county home? Yes. 
about what you're looking about? That, I know where the dog shelter is, but they're a dog shelter. Do they work with cats, too? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I just thought about that. Okay. Uh, I, I think I'm going to take it out there if I don't get a better uh, suggestion. And, okay. And then they can call whoever might benefit from it if they don't work with cats. All right. Thank you. Okay. I think I recognize that voice. Uh, okay. Uh, forgive me. I did not. I. Well, can, should we say? I don't know. Maybe. Sounded like um, Ethel Pierce. Ethel was a longtime supporter of Athens High School Athletics. She never missed one game that I played in, either basketball Wait a minute. or baseball. She was there How every many game. years ago was that? About 94, <laughs> I do believe. <laughs> okay. That's how long it feels sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, just recently, I've had a little pain right here in the small of my back. Yeah. And uh, I've never had that before. So I'm going to... A bunch of people have said, you need a massage. Well, I don't think so. I just need to... Build it back up. Strength, yes. Yeah. Strength conditioning. That will help more than any massage ever will to build up the muscles that, that support your bone structure. There you go. Pep talk for the minute right there. Right. I'm trying to find a location for Athens County Humane Society, and I'm, I'm not seeing. Well, they, there the used to be a cat shelter. Yeah. Down off of Out, uh, 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 off of um, fifty six. Yeah, on Union Street. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't think that exists anymore. I don't think it does either. Um. Anyway, let's let's go on with the news. Okay. Um. So the New York Times. Good morning. Western Europe demonstrates unavoidably global nature of climate problem. Western Europe has done more to reduce its greenhouse gas emissions over the past three decades than any other region in the world. It has vastly expanded solar and wind power. It has introduced carbon taxes and other policies to increase the cost of dirty energy. In all, the European Union has cut its greenhouse gas emissions by about 30% just since 1990, much more than we have done here or Canada, Japan, Australia, or other affluent countries. Um, so the U.S. has done a fairly good job. Japan has done a better job. And the EU, as we said, has topped them all at thir about 30 or so percent reduction. Now, what about um, who, who's doing the worst? Australia. And coming in a close second, 
Canada. And all of these are based on a scale from the year 1990. Anyway, it goes on to say, but Europe's clean energy progress has not been protected. The continent um, from the growing ravages of global warming. That's the problem with CO2, as many... Let's see, as Henry Fountain, uh, his, the, the writer's colleague, said, referring to carbon dioxide, the primary greenhouse gas, it doesn't respect borders. Britain yesterday experienced its hottest temperatures on record, around 104 degrees Fahrenheit. The heat wave is especially problematic because much of Britain is not designed to withstand high temperatures. The normal high on an average July day in London is in the low to mid-70s. Think of that. And yet yesterday they were 104. Mm. Many British homes not only lack air conditioning, but are built with materials that retain heat. Most parts of the London subway system lack air conditioning as well. On Monday, one airport had to halt flights for hours after the heat damaged the runway. It made it buckle. And to keep the aging Hammersmith Bridge from collapsing, workers wrapped parts of it in foil to prevent cracks from expanding. Think of that. In Paris, the temperature also exceeded 104 degrees yesterday, a high the city has reached on, on only two other days since the 1800s. In southwestern France, firefighters battled wild, wildfires for the eighth straight day. In Greece, conditions helped cause a wildfire north of Athens that forced thousands of people to evacuate their homes. Firefighters have also, also been battling blazes in Portugal and Spain. It's all a reminder of both the extreme dangers from climate change and unjust burdens rather, and the unjust burdens that it is causing. Well, if you'd like to read more about this, again, the New York Times is um, their morning report. We have a caller trying to ring in. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. Um, you were inquiring about cat food mm -hmm. um i called the dog uh pound uh, whatever we call that now dog control or whatever it's called uh and and uh they don't take cats they don't take cat food or anything like that okay. and they only take dog food if it's unopened which was an interesting thing for me uh but and, and she said there is a, there is no number officially for the cat uh whatever the name of the group is here in Athens, but there is an information number. So can I give you that information number, and you'll be able to figure out what to do with 
your cat food. I'm reaching that number. for a pen. Okay. Okay, I got it. 740-592-6047. Okay. I'll try it after the show. Thank you so much for trying to find a place for, you know, and dog food and cat food certainly is not inexpensive these days. Every time you go to buy some, the price seems to have risen um, quite a bit. So Yeah, it's like you. 25 bucks for uh, 20 cans or something like that. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, once a cat finishes or doesn't finish, it won't come back sometimes and eat from that from that can that's been sitting there. Yeah. There's plenty of uh, feral cats in our neighborhood. I'll tell you that, and I, and 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 that kind of bothers me because I think people don't realize if they belong to someone, they might not be feral cats. They do a lot of uh, damage. They 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 kill the birds and bunnies and other kinds of things, and of course they they poop in your yard. <laughs> yeah. While we were um, having our family get together last. Tuesday night after the memorial service. Yes. So, and we had a bunch of people uh, um, having a dinner at our house, just out in the yard, re- very casual. Dan Weber, my son-in-law, saw um, some critter go after a bird and injure it slightly, and he ran over and captured the bird and got it away from whatever it was. Uh, I don't remember right now whether it was a cat or a squirrel or what. But um, he, he kind of nursed it and then put it back in, a, in a, um, a bush where it was protected. And the next morning it was still there and looked like it was getting better. We've done that too, and it's it's a very emotional thing because you don't want that 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 poor bird to be. They don't eat the cat. The cats don't eat the birds. They just kill them, and then they sometimes leave you as presents on yeah. your front porch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a dead bird on my front porch, cat, wherever you belong. I get it. <laughs> yeah, and and sometimes they'll bring you a, a mole or a mouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know where they're getting them, but anyway, I thought I would uh, let my fingers do the uh, figuring out, so thanks for letting me tell you. Thank you, Appreciate and I'll that. call this number after the show. Thank you, dear. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Um, let's yeah, see I, looked, here. I looked up the lo- location for that, Athens County Humane Society, and it's right across from the Athens County Courthouse. That's where it's showing on Google Maps. And I'm like, how could that be? I was at the courthouse yesterday. So, um, anyway, isn't there, isn't the bank there? Well. Across from the courthouse? I mean. On the corner? Of course, there's four places, four sides to the courthouse. Well, okay, the courts, across Court Street. Do they list it as a Court Street address? Um, there is no, it's funny, because there is no address on it. Yeah, it I just know. says the phone number. And uh, I'll call it. the hours opens at 10 a.m. And they've pinpointed the location right there at the corner of Court Street and West Washington, right across from the Presbyterian Church, right across from the Athens County Courthouse. So maybe is, that's isn't just a reference People's point. Bank right there? People's Bank is... Or did they move? Yeah, well, they're across from the courthouse on the West Washington Street side. Oh, okay. But this location is... Did you call this number that we are... No, I didn't call, but that's the exact same number. It is the same. Yeah. Okay. I have a location there. So maybe we'll figure it out. 
I still think Shelley could help you too. Of course. Yeah. Now, um, we we got this crazy idea today. So I'm going to stop with the news. <laughs> yeah. Um. We I asked Scott, what is your favorite song of all time? And of course, I had 30 seconds to pick. Yeah, and he, if and, that. He, and what? <laughs> and then he named 12 songs. Yes. Um, now, which one do you think we should play here? Uh, the first one. Okay. Yeah. So, folks, this is um, Scott's, one of, of his most favorite songs. Yes. Okay. From, from 19. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. President Biden is expected to announce executive actions to fight climate change as a blistering heat wave creeps eastward from the nation's midsection. Shelley Monigold is sweating it out in Wichita after her air conditioner broke. It had been making some kind of grinding kind of sound all day, and I just, I just prayed, please don't let it be today, because I knew how hot it was supposed to be for the rest of the week. I'm Stephen Portnoy. The president heads today to a former coal-fired power plant outside Fall River, Massachusetts, to promote his climate agenda. But aides say today's announcements will not include a declaration of a climate emergency. 